can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Hey guys and gals, it's Heather and Hubby. Hello. Chris, aka Badass. Badass! <laughs> Talking Pools Podcast with Hump Days and Heather. I hope you're having an amazing week. It's Wednesday, halfway there. You're almost then. Whoop, whoop. So, this episode, I just want to talk about polymers added to the mixture for plaster. As everybody knows, the more common chemicals added as in chemical. Yeah. Okay. Um, and mixtures fall under certain classifications, and everybody knows that the polymers it's added in. Well, not everybody knows. Hopefully, you're learning if you know this. Amazing. But polymer additives fall under certain classifications, right? Why we add them, what we're adding them for, what's the point of them? Because you've got different types of polymers that we add to plasters, and it's always good to know what your region needs like Texas needs something different than Florida and so I'm trying to actually learn the difference with the humidity and all that for Florida plastering versus Texas because it's totally different right so you've got like water reducing you've got acceleration you've got retard set you've got um compensating and corrective so if you're compensating for one lack of calcium and you're adding you know, calcium, remember when you're adding calcium chloride, no more than 2%. People don't forget that. Calcium chloride, no more than 2%. I like to keep it at like 0.5 to 1 for us. Um, corrosion inhibiting, that's a huge one. Um, deterioration limiting. Then you've also got water repellency. You've got bonding. You've got plasticity. You've got workability, anti-strange, pumpability, and durability. So those are the main categories that you have with those because the, each one of those uses requires compatibility with all other components and the mix that you're using with the plaster and it limits the adverse effects and the other characteristics such as like set time, workability, and strength. And guys, remember that you're following the manufacturer's instructions and recommendations when you add these. For your region. 100% for your region. Because not some of these don't work with certain plasters. And I, I found that out the hard way. Like when I was first starting, we used the corrosion inhibiting with a certain plaster. And I didn't read the manufacturers. Yeah, we had some issues with that one. Oh, that was like what? The first plaster was like, what, 10 years ago? Give or take? 18 years ago by now? Fuck, I don't know how long we've been together. 2007? Yep. So our first splash, I think, was like in 2010. So it's like three years ago. Yeah. So 13. 13 years ago. Right? Is my math right? Yeah. yeah. It's about 13 years ago. Yeah. 13 years ago. Anyways, I know things have changed a lot since then. But you don't want to be adding something that 
needs water reduction and you don't need water reduction inside your mixture because then you're going to have loss of water and your mixing ratio is going to be off, right? And if you're adding a lot of calcium chloride and you're doing more than 2% and you're adding one of these, they may have a reaction to the calcium chloride that you're adding for the accelerator. It can cause issues, right? Because certain polymer atom mixtures can be used as a co-builder as well or a secondary binder system, right? And so when that happens, they're typically marked as a polymer modified plaster. So make sure that you're paying attention to that on the manufacturer label for whatever you're adding. Because many proprietary prepackaged products fall into that category. And whenever you're doing the polymer additives or the modified plasters, right, they need to be used with the manufacturer's recommendation. If you're using a retard set or accelerating set, you obviously can't, you can't have all these same ones being added at the same time. You can only pick one. I've had a company call me that tried to do more than one. Sorry, I drink three. Um, what the fuck was that? I don't know. That was weird. Anyway, sorry. That added more than one. And it caused a lot of issues with that plaster. So when you're adding additives, follow the manufacturer recommendations. Make sure you're paying attention. Do you have a question? No. You're the quiet. Yeah, I don't have anything on this topic. You're tired? No, I just don't have anything on this topic. Yeah, Chris is going to let us me out there with the plaster. He is my, I fuck up, fix my shit. That happens a bit, yeah. Yeah, no, I am, uh, <laughs> let's go repair some shit, not uh, let's build some shit. <laughs> hey, no, you do good on building. You just don't know, like, the additives and stuff that get mixed into the plasters, which is fine. That's not your forte. That's me. He's got his strengths. I've got mine. That's I like, fine. My, I like to design and repair. I, I don't get into the nitty-gritty of the formulas and all that. Um, but yeah, I just, I can't stress enough about polymers that are added. If you don't know about polymers, get with your rep and make sure that they're doing correctly. Because don't, don't take your word for it with your plaster company. It's like when we first started, before we met Fernando, one of the plaster companies that we add were adding, they were adding multiple polymers with more than 2% of your calcium chloride. Dumbass! And at the time, I didn't know any better. And so I'm just like, why are we adding all this calcium into it? Like, oh, yeah, it helps speeds up the process. And then the polymer that they were adding was an accelerator and it were the accelerating set mixed in with the calcium that they're adding and then when they're adding calcium they were pre-dissolving that calcium to get it into the mix and they were using liquid they were using granular and they weren't pre-dissolving it adding it and so it was sky high calcium leaching out of this plaster like racing we were having nodules we were having calcium come through we were having spider calcium it was insane so i started diving pretty deep into the additives and calcium and what it meant for adding calcium and why we added calcium so you add calcium so it dries faster right so a lot of people will increase your calcium when it's in the winter time so like we don't shoot you you shouldn't 
shoot pools when it's below 45 degrees unless you're tarping that pool and you're you know have the the inside control which i don't we don't do that in here in texas like i can't think of anybody to my knowledge and that's not to say like nobody in texas does that right that's just like here locally i don't think i've ever seen a pool ever have you i've seen a cluster in winter well yeah fernando did it you he actually did some up in oklahoma and he said that the inside of the pool is fine, but the hose is going from the truck to the pool, froze over, and he ended up having to replace all of his hose because mm. they froze over before it even made it. How fucking cold was that? It was it was below freezing, sure. Why would you even take a chance shooting the flasher when below fucking freezing? Is he insane? That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yep. Okay, I wouldn't suggest shooting fucking plaster when it's below goddamn freezing. That was just dumb on his part. <laughs> I guarantee you he's probably applying a fuck ton of calcium, a fuck ton of accelerator set. Set up, set up. Oh, God. Anyways. Well, if y'all have questions on that, feel free to call or ask. I'll be happy to answer them. We're going to keep this one short and sweet because I got to get back into my like 10, 15 minute section times because I've kind of steered away from that a little bit. You have any other thing to add? No. All right, guys. We'll see y'all next week. Bye, guys. guys. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 